Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team and welcome in here to a special edition of beyond the bases steven strom kyle seeloff we are uh, very lucky to be joined by the newest miami marlins we have noble meyer with us the 10th overall pick and we have kemp alderman who was the 47th overall pick fellas welcome to miami how you guys doing today thank you very much for joining kyle and i doing great all yeah right. doing awesome uh thank you all for having us all right yeah. so give us the uh we'll start here with noble when you got the call, when you got, give us the uh, the night uh, that you had when you got drafted. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Um, I mean, I was in that green room back there, and like I was, like, it's not not very fun not knowing where you're going. So, to get that call and be like, "Hey, how's Marlin sound?" I mean, that was wave of relief. Just like, thank God. I mean, and it's a great place here already, so I'm it's loving great it. Pictures. Yeah, very. Yep. So, I mean, mine's, my story's a little different. I got uh, invited to go out to Seattle to the draft, and, you know, I chose to stay uh, home with my parents and my family, so uh, we rented out a steakhouse uh, that's close to my house, and so I told my mom, I was like, you know, just immediate family, all right? I was like, I don't want a lot of people there. I was like, I know because, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody call me. Right, and so I had AirPods in, and we were sitting there, and I walk in, and it's like 60 people, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, yeah, I was like, I guess I have a big family. I hadn't seen y'all in a couple of years, but hey, how's it going? And so I didn't hear anything uh, early on in the first round. And then my uh, agent was like, hey, uh, be expecting calls and like pick 30. And I didn't hear nothing then. And so, you know, I went up and I got out and I went outside and I was like, you know, I just got to catch them catch them air. And they were like on pick 43. Uh, and I was like, this isn't looking good, you know? And I got a call, and um, my agent's like, hey, the Marlins called. Do you want to go to Miami? And I said, heck yeah. And so went inside and saw my name uh, go across the screen. It was it was awesome. When you say it wasn't looking good, you thinking your baseball career's coming to an end? I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean you're, you're really good. When I, when I say it wasn't looking good, I mean, I was, I was expecting to, you know, to maybe go on the first day and you know I had all my family there and you know I didn't want to not get called on the first day and then you know kind of feel like a bum to the family so come on now yeah um, more pressing matters what was on the table what were we eating at the steakhouse and how do you eat your steak? yeah uh if you want me to be honest with you I didn't eat that whole day I'm um, nervous 
I wasn't nervous. It's just like I'd go to eat and I had a bug in my stomach. I drank a lot of coffee, but I couldn't eat. So everybody was eating their steaks and, you know, fish and all that. And I was just sitting over there like watching the TV because I had friends that, you know, were getting drafted uh, in the first round. And, you know, I wanted to watch that and, you know, experience that so I can tell them, hey, congrats, you know. This is why I never wanted to go to the draft, by the way. I, I, I couldn't yeah. stand that feeling. So I'm yeah. all set on that. Front, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, four minutes always tough to do a pod, but we're going to try to make this as natural as possible. But uh, Noble, you're from Oregon. Give us a, a sense of your childhood and growing up, because you guys are both from separate places in the in America. So let's start with uh, Oregon and, and your parents, both being engineers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, grew up in Oregon, stayed in Oregon, been there my whole life. Uh, I mean, traveled back and forth between Arizona and there, because that's where really the the good baseball is, or like club baseball at least. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been to Florida a couple times, or maybe twice. Never been to Miami. Never been to Jupiter. So it's it's all pretty new to me. Um, but as far as growing up, just played three sports, basketball, soccer, baseball, baseball being the main one. <laughs> um, but stopped basketball and soccer just to focus on baseball. I mean, I went into my freshman year. I was throwing like 78. I was six foot, 140 pounds, just string bean. And then next thing you know, I'm at the end of high school. I'm six four, six five, two hundred 200 pounds. What are you getting and, height from? Uh, my dad's six five, and my mom's five three which is funny, but her dad's tall. So sure. I, I got that gene, which is, which really helps. Um, but yeah, so grew a lot. I went from 78 and I've hit 101. So b- wow. bit of a jump. All? Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep climbing. <laughs> Holy cow. You guys are two totally different guys. Uh, he's got maybe 100 pounds on you. I mean, he's twice in we me. saw you crushing baseballs out there, Kemp. But let me ask you this. You went the college route. You won a national championship. You're as green as they can be, Noble, right out of high school. I'll start with you, Kemp. How much did college transform you into the person that you've become that has now given you this opportunity? Right. So out of high school, it was the 2020 COVID year, five-round draft. I got a bunch of calls, and, you know, I just felt like I was led to go to college. And, I mean, I'm grateful I made that decision because freshman year at uh, college, I wasn't ready, honestly. I got there and playing in the Southeastern Conference, uh, one of the toughest leagues in college baseball, and it was like I hit a brick wall. And, you know, just learning how to deal with failure and adversity and use that, you know, to make me a better player, I felt like was really what I needed uh, going to college, and I'm grateful for that. And then uh, next year, my sophomore year, playing every single day uh, in the starting lineup and winning a national championship, I mean, and then this year, I mean, I wish it would have went a little different. I mean, I had success uh, for myself, but the team didn't do very good, had some injuries and you know I feel like they'll be uh, bounce back and be better next year but you know just being able to win a national championship and then get drafted uh, higher than I got called in high school is just two things that you know to check off a bucket list. Is this overwhelming for you Noble? Um, I don't know I mean I'm still kind of just taking it in. It's... You never really thought about college knowing how high you were going to go in the draft. Well, I, mean, I, I absolutely were... did yeah. yeah. You were committed to Vanderbilt. You, uh, University of Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, Tom, Thomas is the but Vanderbilt. Yeah. Was there ever a thought that you would go, especially when you started to learn like how high you'd probably go in the draft? I mean, guys of your stature really don't ever go to college. There was consideration, but really? I mean, I was more excited to play pro ball, I would say. Um, but I mean, the coaches at Oregon were tremendous. They're wonderful people. They had a facilities. really good year this year. The facilities are absolutely awesome. But um, I mean, like, really, I didn't expect to. Like I was expecting mid-major, hopefully, as a hitter, like going into my freshman year. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, I, I kind of throw pretty hard. And then then it all kind of came together. Wow. Was that What was the moment? Everyone usually has a moment where you think, I can do this for a living. What was both of yours? 
Well, I've had like two or three. Like, um, it's all just like random velo jumps. Like, my freshman year, I was on like 82, 83, and then I go to an event down in Georgia. All of a sudden, I'm 88. And then a year and a half later, I like maybe hit 91 before. I got onto an event in Los Angeles. All of a sudden, I'm 94.6. And then go to um, uh, PDP last year, and I hit 95 once. Sure. And I didn't throw a single pitch below 96 in my second outing. Hit 98, and then just keep kept on climbing from there. Like slowly gone up to 100. And then this past season hit 101. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the thing that, you know, when I was in college, uh, when I hit the walk-off my freshman year against LSU, it's about the only thing I did that year to help the team win. Uh, wasn't very good. And then last year, playing on the highest stage of college baseball, I mean, knowing that you can play in Omaha in front of 30,000 fans, and, I mean, you can't hear yourself. Like, you could talk to yourself in the batter's box, and you, you don't hear it. And, you know, just I feel like getting those games and experiences under my belt has just, you know, helped me and mold me to the player I am today. Um, has that money hit the account yet, boys? No, not yet. Because <laughs> I got sure. some ideas that we could do with it. Just, <laughs> the four of us could take care of that. We got we got some big things we could uh, take care of here. <laughs> They're laughing back here. Um, so you guys are going to Jupiter. You know, college is kind of structured in the sense that they kind of tell you what you're going to do, where you're going to be within reason, and how you're going to do it. In high school, this is a totally different experience for you for, for either both of you but who whoever wants to start first do you feel like this is going to be a big jump going off on your own to start this professional career um yeah i mean absolutely i mean especially compared to high school like it's completely different like you're kind of thrown out there and just kind of expected to play get better um but i mean that's really what has me excited as i like i kind of get a little bit of independence i get a like chance to prove myself versus high school like it's like you have the top guys in the class they kind of just they play pretty well against their local competition. So, I mean, to have that chance to prove, like, who I am, that I work hard, that I play well, I mean, I'm pretty excited for it, yeah. This is really cool for me because it's two guys at two totally different experiences, and you guys both go top 50 in the draft, pretty but two totally, yeah. two totally separate paths. I mean, college is different. It had some more structure, but you were told kind of what to do, when to do it, and how you were going to do it. But now this is a jump for you, Kemp, the – start your professional career right I mean I think college is was really helpful for me I mean my whole life I've traveled playing baseball all over you know the United States and so I'm used to this life staying in a hotel sleeping in a hotel traveling uh, played summer ball my freshman uh, year and sophomore year at college so living with a random host family traveling every day on a bus to play uh, playing in the Northwoods League where you're getting home at three four o'clock in the morning waking up at 10 to go hit at the field before a game like I've experienced that, and I mean, I think that's why college was really good for me because I mean, Noble might be more mature than I was out of high school, but I was I would have you know sank very fast, and so I think just going to college and you know, at Ole Miss, I mean, it was kind of you were you were kind of the decision was left up to you. Like there was things you were told to go do, and I mean, it was kind of up to you uh, how good of a player you wanted to be, and you know, trying to do things on your own. And so, I mean, I, f I feel like it won't be that uh, big of a jump off the field. I mean, on the field, I feel like the SEC has got me pretty uh, well prepared, and you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Looks like you go toe to toe with Skip in the weight room too. <laughs> Holy! Cow. We had a, we had a pretty good uh, uh, strength and conditioning coach at Ole Miss, so hats off to him. I could ask you guys a million things. What's the uh, one meal you're going to miss from back home now that you uh, you got to do this on your own now? 
we cooking? What are we doing? Ramen noodles? I mean, I like to cook. I mean, I'm not a picky eater. Being from the deep south Mississippi, mm-hmm. I mean, you eat whatever. What's I mean, your favorite home-cooked meal, though? Uh, I like I like vegetables. Just straight out of the garden. <laughs> if vegetables was yeah. just any type of meat. I mean, chicken, whatever, steak. But uh, vegetables out of a garden. You got a garden? You got a piece of my property? Gr- my grandma does, yeah. So. Noble. Well, my mom's Vietnamese, or half Vietnamese, and... They have a pho, which is Vietnamese soup. Oh, yeah. And that I'm going to miss that. That's so good. There's some good pho about 20 minutes south of here down in the Dadeland area. I've never go. had Were you saying pho? P-H-O, pho. Yeah. Never it's had. very good. It's super, super it's good. It's very delicious. Beef, beef broth stew, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Now, can you make that on your own? I know. I wish. I, don't, I'm, I can make some good pasta, though. Yeah? That's about it. You can boil it? That's a good <laughs> yeah. start. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just <laughs> making sure. So, uh, so you guys are going to Jupiter now. I mean... You guys fish or anything? Are we doing any fishing up there? Are you guys beach guys? Yeah. Uh, I mean, being from Mississippi, I've never never really been to the beach much, so it'll be a new experience in my life, so I'll love it. It rains all the time. Yeah, you go to the beach, all of a sudden there's thunderstorms, and you got to turn right back around. Do you guys model your game after anybody? Yeah, I mean, I like to model my – the way I play my game from Hunter Renfro, him being from a yeah, uh, being from a small town in Mississippi as well. Watched him play in high school, college, and watch him a lot now. And then hitting Pete Alonzo. So, mm. I like Jacob Degrom. I mean, it's hard not to like him. Only Stay more healthy for us, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and then Charlie Morton, a big fan of him. High you spin. Got a good curveball. Yeah. You'll I'm see. You'll see it. Drill. Four. Fast fastball slider, changeup curve. You guys know anybody else that got drafted? Anybody else in the system? I know Fortes went to Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, I know some guys that play for the Marlins. T.J. McCants' brother, Jordan McCants, is in oh. low A. Uh, then I know Tenor Allen, of course, because he played at mm. Mississippi State. Uh, we have mutual friends. And then David Bradshaw, uh, he played at a community college close to my hometown. And then, of course, Nick Fortes. So. And then Justin Storm, who got drafted from Southern Miss by the Marlins. I mean, I've known him right. because he lives close to where I'm from. Let me ask you this. What was any players come to mind when you think of the Miami Marlins, when you think of the organization when you're younger? Do you have any players that you think of? Yeah, I mean, Nick Fortes, of course. He plays for him now, <laughs> comes back to Ole Miss, uh, played there, and then John Carlos Stanton. So. You catch a little bit? Yeah, I caught four games this year. You think that's gonna you're gonna entertain that in pro ball or what? Do, what do you? I mean, they all they said is we want you to hit. I mean, I I don't really care where I play. I've played everywhere my whole life. I mean, I've caught up until my tenth grade year of high school. I caught almost every game. I used to pitch in high school and travel ball. I played first base in college and corner outfield. So I don't really care as long as I'm on the field. Big leagues, man. You yeah. played football in high school? Or not? Yeah, I did. Well, what position? I'm stunned. So my ninth and tenth grade year, I played defensive end. And tight end and then you were a defensive end yeah you're a type of kid that it made me never want to play football well i mean i went to a small private school so like i was probably like one of the biggest ones on the team besides the offensive lineman uh and then my uh junior and senior year i played linebacker nose guard ran the wildcat at quarterback uh fullback slot receiver bunch of positions so you mean lane kiffin uh, no, uh, I had a conversation with Matt Luke once. Uh, there was an old coach at Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. And then Kiffin came in and never heard from him. So I said I'll just yeah, stick with the baseball route. Yeah. You hooped in uh, high school? Yeah, freshman year, B team. That's B team? I wasn't that good. Yeah, 5'11", yeah, 6 foot. But jump shot? It was 140, though, so I'm getting bodied. In Oregon. Um, basketball and football. Okay. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot of baseball. I mean, with a. Were you a Mariner guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. With I mean, with Oregon State's kind of um, emerge into like 
state champ or not state championships, um, national championships. Then it started to like pick up, but I mean, it's still pretty small. How far is Seattle from you? About three and a half hours. Oh, so you got to go. You yeah. Ever have any notable games growing up? <sighs> Remember your first major league game when you saw that grass? I, I wish I did, um, but I know because we, we went up there a ton. Cause oh, I got, you did? Like oh, there nice. was there's a like a row of four down the right field corner. Like as soon as it starts to hit the bank and go like way foul. Um, a row of four, my family would like get those four seats. So we see Ichiro right there on oh. the right field. Um, big Raul Ibanez fan growing up, Felix, all those guys, Felix. yeah. That could be you doing it. We could have the K signs out there for you. <laughs> that could be fun. You go to big league games growing up? Yeah, so uh, being like four and a half hours from uh, the Atlanta Braves, uh, so I'd go and watch them. Uh, always loved watching Chipper Jones growing up, and uh, one day he uh, kind of crushed my heart. I was a little kid. My parents took me to the game with my brother, and we stood outside the clubhouse, like uh, where they park, and got a, almost every autograph. And, you know, Chipper didn't have a very good game and comes out, honks his car, cranks it up, and just gets in and drives off. And I was like, man. So that's a learning point for me. I mean, if there's ever a kid out there, like even at college, like take your time, go sign their stuff. I mean, you can't sign everybody's stuff, but those kids are looking up to you. And, you know, that's just something I'll never forgot to this day. And I mean, he probably didn't mean anything by it, but my agent actually uh, was going to the Hall of Fame. And I was like, if you see Chipper Jones, please get his autograph for me. So oh, we could get one for you when you need it. We'll take care of it in Atlanta. I got one more for you. I'm throwing you guys on the spot, but we're broadcasters. Five to ten years. How would you want us to describe your game and where you guys accomplish and everything that comes along? I mean, I hopefully uh, in four to five years to be playing for the Marlins in the big leagues and batting in the middle of the order. And if that's playing corner outfield or first base and I mean, just a hard player that you know what you're going to get from day in and day out. And I mean, there's going to be highs and lows in your career, but you know, just trying to stay even and you know, hopefully have a great career. Hope to be in that same boat. Uh, coming up to the majors here soon. That'd be nice. Um, but high strikeouts, low walks, potentially top of the rotation. That'd be pretty ideal. Uh, you set yeah. goals for yourselves. Like, do you say in two years I want to be there? In four years I want to be there? So, I mean, in college I set goals, but, I mean, just signing, I mean, I hadn't really had time to sit down and process and think about that yet. I mean, being home for a week with my family, trying to catch all the time with them before I leave. And so, I mean, that is something I will do probably uh, in the next few days when we get to Jupiter and settle in there. I mean, I got long-term goals and I just day-to-day -day goals. Like, day-to-day -day just be better than who I was yesterday. And then long-term, I mean, hopefully Hall of Fame. But... Now we're talking. Yeah. I like that. Are we out of time? I don't that. think we're out of time yet, are they? Oh, well, hold on. I we're have, have, you well, I have a couple more? more. We got to let these guys You guys it. have earned the opportunity with that coin that's about to hit that account to do something exciting. We don't have to blow it in one shot. Well, you going to buy anything? A car you want? Private yacht. No, I'm kidding. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> perfect. Opinion. I know a guy. Yeah. There's a Marlins member that's a yacht salesman. I'll help you out with that. <laughs> I can take care of that. Are we buying anything? What do you think? I mean, I like to save my money for the most part, but uh, probably in the off season, go buy a new uh, Tahoe or maybe you know something like that. Kind of, you got a truck now? Well, I had a Ford F one fifty, and uh, it's I at want home. Want the Lightning? Prices just dropped about twelve percent. I think I'm gonna go with the SUV. Just traveling a lot, you know, and a lot of room, and maybe one day, you know, a couple years down the road, give it to my future wife. Possibly. Now and, we're talking. Yeah, is she in the picture right now? Yeah, we're not. Oh, perfect. Yeah, she's just my girlfriend right now. But, All right. you know, just if everything works out, oh, then perfect. one day buy me a new truck and, you know, kind of give her the hand me down. Oh.
That's yeah. unbelievable. What are you going to be cruising around in? Uh, I got Mazda CX-5 that I just adore. So I'm going to stick in that. Uh, but, I mean, I'm just going to save, really. Um, only thing is it's going to be a nice dinner for my friends when they get back for winter break. You're two good guys. Best of luck, oh, man. I have a soft spot for the both of you now, so we'll see you next spring. Good luck with everything. No, Ken, we appreciate you guys for Thank uh, you. joining us.